Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, December 14, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have the post-Kabuki theater type day. Market was up. SPY was up a buck and a half. All in all, they had a touch of follow through. We're in the middle of a melt up situation. But wait, there's more. For two weeks, we've been talking about what? We've been talking about a tinfoil hat cycle event type situation culminating around the end of this week. Give it a couple of days on either side. So here we are. We're at the end of the week. They put in a arguably sign and or signal of a trend change but wait there's more we could also say it's in an on time type of situation now how could we say that some of you that understand time versus price time is more important than price those of you that have taken the course lazy e-mini trader will look at this and say well what's he looking at remember it's part art form part science. Let's go to the art side for a second. There are things that we notice that work. Sometimes they don't work, but they're worth a look each and every time. They're awareness type situations. A lot of us look at Fibonacci retracements. A lot of us look at Fibonacci in time. A lot of us look at both. However, do any of us look at the normal Fibonacci numbers in the sequence. Did you know there's a Fibonacci 34? Did you know that today was the 34th candle from the October 27th low? What have I been saying for the last week and a half, two weeks? We're coming into an important cycle. It wasn't just this, but this definitely played a role. Now, we also have something coming up next week which is the winter solstice. We also know that markets can trade down and or up into those events and they can cause a turn. So what happens if the market blows through the number 34, keeps going up for another three or four days? What can we look forward to the winter solstice a week from today? What happens if she turns down tomorrow? Nobody expects the market to turn down. We're going to make new highs. The market will never go down again. Of course, that's the media. That's the perpetual bulls. That's the unassuming everybody. The shoeshine guy is asking for stock tips. Better yet, he's giving stock tips once again. Interesting volume candle today. We'll take it with a grain of salt. Why? Because this is quadruple witching options expiration week. So you can expect also heavy volume tomorrow as there's rebalancing, repositioning taking place. So here's a possible scenario. Let's say the market turns down for a few days tomorrow, beginning tomorrow, on Fibonacci number 34, calling car number 34. Now let's just say for a second we have a pullback into next week. Remember, Markets trade up and or down into these events, short-term cycles, long-term cycles. This isn't necessarily a long-term cycle, what we're looking at here. However, what happens if she traded up into today, turns back down 
into the winter solstice can we expect another turn we don't know what to expect but it's an awareness and you could get one of these situations we don't need the car 34 anymore what happens if you get something like this going into next week we don't know the magnitude maybe it's this much maybe it's this much maybe it's this much we have no idea but what's to say can't go down for three four five days and then all of a sudden what happens another leg higher ensues we don't know that will happen but this is the awareness of the potential or possible situation let's look at it logically here's a weekly chart do we think that they're going to come up short after getting within spitting distance of the all-time highs and not do it and collapse back down or will they fake it out first come back down a little bit people will want to call it an attempt at a double top they're going to sell off all that stuff and then next scene shows they're going up with a Christmas rally into the end of the year, into the beginning of January, a la all-time new highs. Now, you made new highs already in the Dow, already made new highs in Smash Mouth, SMH, the semiconductor space. You got the Qs and the SPY or the S&P 500 left. They're leftovers. It's a possible schematic. Put it on a sticky note. Keep it on the back burner. What about inside the numbers? Anybody make money today? We had traders that did make money today. There was something for everybody. Short, long, long later in the day. Stocks on the move. We had one of those situations. We had something for everybody. You can read the notes, pause the video, go back to the chart and double check the work. In fact, I urge you to do so if you're remotely interested in being successful trading in the market during the trading day, then I would do that if I were you. Let's focus in on a couple of numbers. 472.20, 473.85. Let's start there. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. 472.20, you'll notice later in the notes, that was our pivot. Comes out right after the opening bell. That's our pivot. And you can see here, as long as she stays above it, eating time off the clock, she's going to try and rally higher. Get below it, start closing candles below it, and she's going to try and fall. So you can see what happened in the afternoon. There's another numbers below, but wait, there's more. The other side, 473.85, they almost got there. They came up a few pennies short this morning, and we had traders that were shorting that area. What I say in the live room, what I said today, what I say every single day is, 473.85 is the number. Sometimes they come up short. Other times they spike them through. We're not going to split hairs over pennies, quote unquote. I never know which time they're going to come up short. Other times they're going to spike them through. If you don't want to front run the number, then you don't front run the number. But there are traders that are saying, hey, look, I don't really care about a dime here and there. I want in the trade and I'll sell it higher if they continue higher. I'm okay with that. And they get paid handsomely on the way down, even the ones that come up slightly short. We had that today. We also had traders that were buying 472.20 for a ride back up in the other direction. We got that. We had that today. Something for everybody. But wait, there is more. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. All you have to do is read them, pause them, double check them. Now watch what happens later on in the morning as I give you the afternoon schematic. There you can see it come out right here. It's not the first time, but right here below is 
469.50, which is a standalone. It says along. It should be alone. That's a typo. Bounce place type of number. And as you can see, in the afternoon session, they came down to run a test. 469.50. And we had traders that took that long. They emailed me this afternoon as they were up 10 points, 15 points in the E-mini. Whatever it was, they got a nice chunk of points, a nice afternoon delight as they say in the trading parlots. It's all in here for the taking each and every day. Inside the numbers, commentary, live room. The live room, we really dig deep. We peel back the onion layer after layer after layer. There's a lot of education. There's a lot of trading. There's a lot of money being made in there. Don't take my word for it. Listen to the folks that will now, because I'm asking them a favor, but post underneath the video. Do you find value in the live room? Let the other folks out there know. Give them a snippet. Where's the value? How do you find value? What about stocks on the move? Getting a gap higher open this morning. We had basically a gap in crap today, but they didn't finish the crap. They just filled the gap, went a little bit lower, had a shakeout operation and bounced back to finish positive. However, intraday it was a gap in crap but here's the deal we only had two stocks on the move on the board today adobe and pba pba didn't hit its number it's off the board the police benevolent association not really that's just the letters but adobe did hit its entry objective so we will take a look at that chart haircut at the opening bell adobe zone 590 to 580 50 when you chunk this down to, for example, a $50 stock, you divide by 10, you say, well, that's a dollar spread. That's a reasonable zone. Feels like a lot, 10 bucks, but it's not a lot on a five, $600 stock. They gave you the deal. They went to the second number, bounced right back and above the first. Painting by the numbers, you got your base hit. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. There's a compounding effect with your account with the market. And by the way, finish right smack in the middle of the zone, the numbers work. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, first of all, we don't need this anymore. They completed the thing so we could take this inverse head and shoulders off the target or off the board. The target was 190 and they just kept going. We talked about it yesterday. Now they reached 200 today. You see the high of day is 200.04. That's a natural place. It's like 100. It's a big Fat, really fat, round number. Is that the end of the road? Can they go higher? We don't know. And yes, they can. The markets will pull back. They will pull back from somewhere. We're in the zone. We talked about it day after day after day. When the zone was from a timing perspective, today is really day one. We're looking for a turn. Not looking for a 10% correction into Tuesday. We're looking for a turn. The markets will pull back from where and when. We've got the when, pretty good package of information in terms of time. As far as the IWM goes, look where they are. So you've got these highs, you have this high, and you have this high. So one of these will cause the market to pull back. It will get at least temporarily rejected, it being the market. But put this on a sticky note, if they can get above this high... And they can get above this high on these weekly closing situations. The target, and the target really is anyway, 205.55. That, my friends, anytime soon, like within days, will become a stone cold short. And notice how I didn't say that about 190. That was a target. 
205.55, give or take, is a stone cold short sooner than later. Next March, not so much. We're talking days. I put that one on a sticky note. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Above all the moving averages, trend is your friend. Goes for all the markets. We're just saying it now. Quite the move again for team transports. Buttigieg is on the move. What do you got up in this area over here? You have a breakdown box. Why is that? Well, it's quite simple. So market tried to find a low and they started to carve out a bottom over here. Tried to carve out a bottom. What they did was they put in a bearish, wedgish, flaggish kind of situation and got rejected again. So where that point is that they got rejected, which is the official top, but anywhere in this zone, that is called a breakdown box as far as I'm concerned. A breakdown zone. Will they just blow through there like it wasn't even there, whistle past the graveyard? Or is it a target magnetic and they won't just waltz right on through, but it will take some time to get through? And I believe it's the latter of the two. At least that's the majority of the time. This is a probability business. These are the probabilities. Remember, a lot of these markets are already getting a little bit too far from home base. What happens when they do that? They like to come back to home base, eat some time off the clock, let home base creep up to price, a combination of both. That happens all the time. It's just a matter of how far do they get. What we notice is when they begin to get too far. They're in that position right now where they're too far. They're getting too far from home base. Not so much in the queues just yet. Maybe getting there, starting to get there. But above all the moving averages, trend is your friend. And remember, write this down too. When you have a trending moving average in the upward direction and the market keeps going up, well, they may be too far from home base now and that can easily be corrected as everything keeps going up. All you need to do is pause or stall out for a couple of days and next scene shows that moving average creeps up to price because it is on the upward swing and therefore it's not too extended all of a sudden. So just beware of that. They will pull back from somewhere. We're in the zone, the timing zone. Financials, another nice up day, 1%. Again, look how far they are from home base. They will come back. They will pull back. They're challenging these highs. Do they close the week above these highs or not so much? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. And that's fine if they do. What's the next target if they do? Where are they really headed? Well, 38.15 to 38.20 is that number. You might want to put it on a sticky note. We'll put it at 38.17 for argument's sake. That's the target above this high. The market, and they are above that high, the market will get drawn up to 38.17. Can they go higher? Yeah, but that is the next target. Sticky note material. Smash Mouth. Another big move today up almost 2% over three bucks. They're at new highs. Where's the resistance? Well, what we talked about is 175 above that zone that they're above now. I took it off the board, but that was the target zone. Above the target zone is 175. Why? Because it's a quarterly fat round number. It's a quarter. It's 100, 100 and a quarter, 150, 175, 200. Well, guess what? 175 is the same thing as 125. It's not the same as 150 and it's not the same as 200, but it is important. It is magnetic. 
for whatever reason, numerology says it is what it is. At least my version of numerology. I gave you a lot today, whether you realize it or not. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. True and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.